When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Shock Jocks. Room 104's Shock Jocks. It's very easy. It's a head-to-head quiz. So she's up now. Her contestant will come on. Every question her contestant gets wrong. She is going to get electrocuted. She has got a shock collar for a dog strapped around her neck. Very powerful voltage. I have the remote control for it in my hand here. We just test it out with the vibration. You can vibrate and shock. So we're working. We're good to go. And every question she gets wrong, she gets electrocuted. Every question we go through as well, the voltage increases. So intense things here. Playing on Sisha's team is Dean. Dean, what's the story? How's it going? Hi, Dean. How's it going, Sish? I'm going to apologise already because I have a feeling you're going to be shocked a few times. <laughs> Dean! <laughs> yes, Dean. I'm sorry, Sish. Stop it now. You have to get more than two at least. Come on. Look, okay, I hope I get more than two. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you good at pull quizzes? Eh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm alright. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dean, do you, mind, do you mind just asking what, what do you do for a living? Oh, yeah, I'm a plumber. Well, apprentice, sorry, apprentice plumber. Apprentice plumber. Very handy. Yeah. You know, I think every guy, I've said this a million times, should do a trade. Oh, after, after they leave school. Yeah. Because people like uh, you... I wish I jumped in try out that school, but I didn't. I jumped in when I was 24. Yeah, so. still. It's never too late. There will never be a shortage of plumbing jobs, ever. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, especially with plumbers like me around, the handy. Yeah. I'll say there is. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Let's get back. There's no plumbing questions, unfortunately, here. Who knows? Oh, right. Although, I will ask you quickly. Uh, for some reason, my hot water in my tap isn't working. It's, it's work- not coming out at all. It's not coming out at all. Now, it's working in the in the shower, because I have an electric shower, but otherwise, not working. That's probably just air locked. Yeah. I'll get a, deal with it as a mixer. I'll get on to you. Yeah, get you the voucher, and then, you know, I'll call you after for that. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> okay, uh, best of luck, Dean. Over to you, Sersha. Best of luck, Sersha, as well. Okay, here we go. Right, sorry, Sersha. Number one. Uh, which Dublin <laughs> cinema was voted the best in Ireland and the UK? Was it A, the Stella Cinema in Rat Mines, B, the Lighthouse Cinema in Smithfield, or C, is that the... F- View. View, oh yeah. I've never been there. The View uh, in Liffey Valley. Uh, say the one in Rat Mines. That's what That's I would have said now. I would, that's a fancy Oh, one, it doesn't sound too good. It's probably wrong, is it? Hang on, I don't know. You're saying number one. I'd say number one. Yeah, number one. Rat minds we go with, yeah. Dean. Correct and right off to a good start. Well Giddy done. Yeah, up. go on, Dean. <laughs> Get in. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Now, if we just continue like this, we'll be delighted with life. Okay, number two. What is the national flower of Japan? Is it A, the rose, 
be the cherry blossom or see the spider lily. Now I know this bloody answer. No, don't be mad. I do. Don't I just. Sure. I'm just saying. I know it. Yeah. We go with the, the cherry blossom. Get in. That's the answer. Get up. Yes. Isn't it? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Is that a guess? Ah, that was a pure guess, yeah. Brilliant. 100%. I don't even know what a cherry blossom looks like. <laughs> Either do I. Yeah. I just know it is. Okay, on average, how many bones does a sheep have, not including the cavern man's one? <laughs> is it A, 200, B, 215, or C, 234? We'll go with C, since A and B was on the last two, so. Uh, Sorry. Think, I think I know what this is. How do you know how many bones there are in a sheep's body? Oh, I don't yeah. know, but I, I think I think I know. What would you have said? I would have said 215. You would have said 215. Dean is going with 234. And Dean is incorrect! Sorry, <laughs> Sergio. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're still in the game. Oh, yeah. You're actually even with Michelle right now if we left it at this. Really? Because she got two. So you can what, what we're saying here is, Dean, you can take your time and get a few wrong. Don't worry don't about it. You'll have get plenty a few of time. Wrong, Dean. So here, hold on. If I get one more right, I win the voucher, and then I can just get the rest of them wrong, can I? Technically, yes, it's exactly. Dean, what you now, can do. Dean, now I will talk to you about the, the plumbing job I have for you. You know, you won't be getting that job if you if you continue with this bad attitude now, right? All right, no matter. Behave yourself and stop listening to him. Okay. I think you might get this one. I even know this one. In what sport would you use a rest? A use snooker, a what? A rest. Or yes. Yeah. Yeah, go on ahead. Uh, a snooker, B ultra marathon running, or C badminton? You can use a, uh, use a rest and snooker. Yes, you can. Correct and right. Well get done. In. Yes. So now you can just get all the rest of the questions No, wrong. don't. Yeah, we're going to get a few wrong. Dean, you know what? You came on, you said, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be very good at this. And look at you, three out of four correct and right. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Why, Listen, why would you purposely get stuff wrong? Because Dean's a bit of crack. Everybody right? wants to be right. Dean's a bit of crack. He knows, he knows oh, the score. Dean wants to have some extra jobs on the side that I'm going to give him if he gets these correct. <laughs> anyway, in tech speech, what does the letters BTW translate to? Is it A? Sorry, say that again. Sorry, Cormac. What is with this? Sorry. In text speech, what does the letters BTW translate to? Is it A? Boobs, tits, willies. <laughs> is it B, bring the wine? Or is it C, by the way? Uh. You, you know the answer to this one. Do not say boobs, tits and willies. I will, I, I will leave the studio. I'll be gone. Yeah, don't worry about her. You do, you do. Dean. Yeah, I think it's the boobs one. Dean. Dean. This I is not fair. Dean knows. <laughs> Dean knows. <laughs> Uh, that one's actually wrong, right, Dean. Seriously, from now on, but I have to get one at least wrong in the city. Of all the ones you could have got wrong, maybe you could have got one that you didn't know wrong. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I didn't make... know that one. That BTW. You think when people say BTW, they're saying <laughs> boobs, it's willies. They will be from now on. My God. <laughs> Why do you bring it to the party later on? Boobs, tits, and willies. <laughs> oh, God. PTW like, right? you understand I have a dog's collar around my bloody neck and I, I'm only 5 foot 1 I'm only tiny <laughs> yeah, I had to say that one I'm sorry <laughs> and then what happens when you get the right, next we'll try, one wrong we'll try properly now we'll try properly yeah, okay. now <laughs> alright concentrate now Dean Jesus right, you're, you're not going to know this one because I don't on, bloody on, know this one. 
Which single spent the most amount of weeks at number one on the Billboard charts? Was in it- 2010, I meant to say on this one. Oh, well, that would oh, have been sorry. handy. There you go, in 2010. Okay, in 2010, which single spent the most amount of weeks at number one on the Billboard charts? Was it A, Kesha TikTok, B, The Black Eyed Peas, I'm a B, or C, Katy Perry, Snoop Dogg, California Girls? Ah, yes, that's has Snoop Dogg, is it? California Girls, I'd say so, anyway. Oh, I don't know. Ah, what are you saying, Sersha? Mm, I probably would have said Kesha. Uh, so, Dean, which one do I go with, A, B, or C? Um, the Snoop Dogg one, I think, is C, is it? Okay, Perry, that. Snoop Dogg. Incorrect! Ah, <laughs> uh, Sersha, I swear to God, I meant to get that I one know! right. Sorry. Do you know what? You could have got the other one right, too. God's sake. It was Kesha TikTok, yeah. Oh. Uh, I think, I think uh, the California girls went on to get more overall in 2011 but for 2010 Kesha TikTok was uh, nine weeks at number one oh right yeah Dean we're near, I we're near came out at the end of the year sorry about mm. that Thursday. don't worry about you it go. you're not sorry don't, don't even pretend not at one bit <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay in human anatomy what is the buckle buckle b-u-c-c-a-l the buckle Am I saying that correct? I don't actually. I don't actually know how you say it. B u c c a l. Buckle. Why not? Buckle. Buckal. Buckle. Anyway, is it the name of the underside of your foot? Is it B part of the abdomen, or is it C your cheek? Now, it kind oh, of sounds. I think you're getting shocked for this one. Um, <laughs> I think it kind of sounds like an ass. So I would have said like a what? Like your ass. Your butt, right. Is that your... one of the? Is that one of the answers? No, but your cheek is. Right, yeah, we go with cheek now. It's your own fault if you get shocked for this one. True, I don't know. I don't think it could be anything. <laughs> we'll go with cheek, yeah. Yeah, I'd go with cheek. Would you know? Yeah. Oh, he's the lawyer, Joe, getting shocked. I don't think I am getting shocked. You're correct and right. Yes! Well my done. Get in! Get in! Oh, now if we continue like that for three more, we'll be home and running. Right. Okay, here we go. The 2020 Olympics are being held in Tokyo, Japan. But where was the 2016 Games held? Was it A, London, B, Berlin, or C? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Rio de Janeiro. 
I'm not going to lie, I don't follow the Olympics, so I haven't a clue, but we'll go with London. London, London, London. <laughs> uh, maybe Rio, is it in Rio? Let him go with Rio. Let him go with Rio. <laughs> Sorry, I, I took. I had to take his oh. first answer. London. All oh. oh, right, yeah, no, no problem. Whole, Rio was correct. My whole right. hand vibrated. Honestly, I think I am dying. Oh dear! I have a heart murmur. You know, you, that. You've, uh, probably because of this. Um, okay. And that last two. Nine. What is the collective noun for a group of giraffes? Is it a a group of what giraffes? Yeah, giraffes. I'd like the lad you see oh. down the zoo. Is it a a gather favorite animal? I lo- that's my favourite animal. I didn't nah, know that. I didn't know there was such thing as a collective. But yeah, name. look, I don't know what the name of the group of them are. <laughs> I know what a giraffe is called. That's what it is. I know. I didn't know there was such a name. Okay, a a gather, b a little, or c a tower. It couldn't be a little for giraffes. No, no way. It couldn't. Uh, we'll say a gather. Oh dear. Do you know gather what it is? Giraffes. I think I know what it is. I don't think it's a gather. I think it's the other one. Um, does this get worse? Do the shocks get worse? Yeah, they do, yeah. Is oh. it a gather of giraffes? No, it's not! It's a tower of giraffes. It's a tower of giraffes, yeah. For a group of them. Yeah, so yeah, if you see, next, time, next time you're down the zoo, just be like, there's a tower of giraffes over there. There's a load of towers over there. <laughs> Seriously? Uh-huh. Is that bad? Yeah. That Sorry. Bad. <laughs> one more, Dean. Last one, last one. Oh, I forgot. You can't do this. Cormac, this is actually unfair. Uh, what do you mean it's unfair? No one can know this. Sorry, can you point me to the rules of coming up with questions for the quiz? Because I haven't been given a policy. I haven't week. been given a policy. Look, 23% to get a right, so. No, but listen, listen to this, Dean. Like, how were you meant to know this and how was I bloody meant to know this? What size shoe is Cormac currently wearing? <laughs> but actually, if we oh, read Mickey, the... Oh, you having a laugh? If we read the question that he actually wrote, it says, what size show is Cormac currently wearing? <laughs> so actually, we can't answer that. <laughs> We can't answer that. Unless so he's wearing, is he wearing an FM 104 t-shirt? Are you is he wearing it? You know what? I am, I am. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, you can go with the original one if you want. So <laughs> I, I can't read that. That's, that doesn't make sense. So do you know what, Dean? We're going to leave it there. Oh, are we going to leave it there? there? I'm going to take off my, my collar now. Scumbag. Yeah, I'm going to take that off now because it makes no sense. Uh, well, listen, Dean, anyway, good news. You have won yourself a €20 Euro Just Eat voucher this evening. Congratulations. Uh, and a job fixing my water. Woo! And a Nixer yeah. fixing her plumbing. But uh, you're taking your life into your own hands you if you step in, into her apartment. It's shocking. Yeah, it's pretty disgusting. <laughs> what? It's, it's shocking. It's in bits. Oh, uh, it's yeah, filled. look, if you should see some of, the, some of the places, yeah. You don't really go into clean places around here and anywhere either. <laughs> there you go. So you're hurry. <laughs> uh, listen, Dean, uh, absolute pleasure. Congratulations again. Well done. Thanks a million for popping on and we'll be in touch with details, all right? Oh, but uh, thanks. Cheers, thanks, man. Thanks, bye, buddy. Bye, bye, bye. bye. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Such a good song. Billy Eilish, Bury a Friend. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Uh, just after getting over shock trucks there, is your neck okay? I think you will have to bury your friend tomorrow. Possibly, like yeah. Like Billy Eilish just said. Yeah, we'll be... Because uh, I'm in bits. We'll give you a good send-off if you have any heart murmurs or heart issues. What are you going to tell my mum? Oh, she died doing what she loved. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't actually, did you? No. I'll be like, um, Mrs. Long... Oh, that's when you die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. That's when I die. And then I'm joining you in the coffin beside you. Hello. <laughs> We're both dead now. Oh, you don't want to say that to her. She ain't liking that name. <laughs> All right. Um, you might have seen this story of uh, in the Olympics. The Moroccan uh, boxer 
was disqualified because during his fight he tried to bite his opponent. Do like a Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, take a chunk out of his ear mid-fight. Right. We've had a few other people. Who is the Liverpool player? I like to bite people. I don't know, but sometimes they get very aggressive. Mm. Even the guy that was pulling the other guy back by his shirt. When? Uh, In the Euros. How did you not see that? Was that in the final? Was that the Italian captain? Was it Italy playing? I can't remember who was playing at the time. There was like a meme about it. Yeah. That yeah, one. That, one like that was aggressive. Very aggressive now. What I don't know about Dirty, right? This Moroccan guy obviously was kicked out and booted out fairly quickly. What is the dirtiest moment you have ever witnessed in sport? Now, I'm not talking... It can be, uh, let's say, Premier League or Olympics or anything like that. But more importantly, if you have ever played Sunday League football, Saturday League, even worse again. Well, depending on the league, of course. But like Sunday, Saturday league football, when mm. you're on your glorified pub team, the filth that comes out in those matches is insane. Like, it's like, <laughs> ah, lads, what's going on? What is the dirtiest thing you've ever seen? Or maybe if you played in school, that there was there was always one or two. I knew a guy, and he was that lad in school in your year who was tapped. He was nuts. Yeah. He, he was gas crack, but he just never saw the line and just went far too far all the time. He was an incredibly good hurler as well, right? But what he used to do is during the hurling matches was, was so, such a dirty, like you, an absolute scumbag. He'd, he'd throw the old schlitter up uh, high and then swing, but just deliberately swing to hit someone. Oh. So it would look like, he, oh, I was going for the slitter, but he oh, just but throw it up and then just lamp it into someone. That's weird. Yeah, so, you know, he, he was a bit of a scumbag when it came to those things. Okay. Uh, and I knew of another story of I won't mention the team game against Cherry Orchard down the lawns bit, bit aggressive guy gets tackled in the corner and for some mad reason for some mad reason the guy gets tackled in the corner near the corner flag and there's a lot of broken glass beside the pitch mm. and he picked up a shard of glass and cut <gasps> his hand and turned around to the referee and said your man's after stabbing me no he didn't and the lads were like sorry, sorry what? I, I think he got a lifetime ban after that. Wow. Chaos. Wow. People are weird. Weird and odd. But yeah, what is the dirtiest thing that you've ever witnessed in, in sport? Uh, well, I guess this is in sport. On a night out in the girls' toilets, I saw another girl take a chunk of hair out of someone else's head. Oh. Reefed her oh. out of the toilet by her hair and literally had it in her hand. I mean, if she yeah, pulled it vicious. out of Girls her head. are vicious. Yeah. You just get in, you, you can't be separated when that stuff happens. I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. That was vicious. That was vicious. Obviously, uh, Henri's handball was a dirty thing to do. Do you remember that? Filth. Thierry Henri's handball against Ireland back in the day. Yeah. I mean, we don't mind, we will give Maradona a pass for his hand of God against uh, Eng- England. We don't mind that one, but Henri's handball against us, scum. Scum, yeah. Scum, filth, absolutely disgusting. Oh, Eric Cantona... Uh, karate kicking a fan in the stand. Do you remember that? Now, that I was, don't that was, remember that. That was 1990s. He got banned for what, a year and a half, whatever. Eric Cantona played for Manchester United, the Red Devils back in the day, an absolute legend, and then lost the plot. He, he might I think he was sent off and then a fan was giving him abuse and he just flying kicked him into the stand. And that was it? <laughs> well, it was banned for a while, but yeah. Dear f- God. Flying kick into the fan. Wow. Yeah, that was a bit dirty all right That's from him. filth. David Beckham uh, was a back heeling so one of the Argentina players during the World Cup in this quarterfinal semifinal. How do they think they can get away with it when it's all videoed? Yeah I know yeah I know I mean easier said than I suppose you probably forget that the cameras are on you just lose it and you just, just another match to you kind of thing 
Possibly. Yeah. I've seen hockey matches in school as well. Now I never. Vicious, hey? Yeah, vicious. Again, like there was a girl with a black eye. Yeah. Got a stick to the head. <laughs> Bad news. If you're playing, want to know the, the 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 dirtiest thing you've ever come across playing playing sport. It can be anything at all. So if you played weekend football, if you played League of Ireland, if you played basketball, whatever it is, get in touch. Our number 0876797104. Oh, I just remembered. I remembered a time I was there. There was a guy playing pool. Mm-hmm. Now, you might not believe that this happened. This 100% happened. He was playing pool and he got very annoyed that he was losing. Right. And he went to shoot the ball. Is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. Shoot the ball. Shoot the ball. And when he pulled the thing back, the, the, the snooker cue back, hit his ball. The ball went somewhere it shouldn't have gone. The ball, His ball got dislocated that's disgusting and he had to get rushed to hospital and when I mean the guy was in agony yeah that's that's that wow. was bad yeah he did that to himself though he did that to himself right good god okay filthiest dirtiest most petulant thing you've ever seen during a match during a game of whatever whether it's football or ga or hurling or whatever it is in school or maybe you played on the weekends Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Let you're listening to the Room One Hundred Four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM One Hundred Four. Cormac and Sir here on Room One Hundred Four with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at PlayBlue.ie. You know you want to. Now you might have seen this happening this week in the Olympics. One, we won a bronze today. Congratulations to our, our team of uh, female rowers. Well done. Well done, yeah. Nailed Absolutely it. brilliant. But the Moroccan, one of the Moroccan boxers was disqualified because he tried to do a Mike Tyson. He tried to bite his opponent and they were like, you can't be at that. Like, that is disgusting. Like, animal behaviour. Yeah, was it Suarez who, who did that for Liverpool a couple of times? Bit a few people, sunk the gnashers in. Like, it's disgusting really, isn't it? But like, you'd be afraid, you'd like... You wouldn't know what you'd catch from biting That's what someone. I mean. Like, like it'd be dangerous on top of any, anything else. Yeah, so we just want to know, listen, the most dirtiest, petulant, disgusting things you've ever seen at a, a sporting situation. So something like, have you ever seen someone bite someone or were you playing one time where someone just, um, I don't know, just what? did something real bad? Like when you're frustrated sometimes, you know when you bite your hand. You're like, Do you? ah! No, I punched myself in the head. Been doing it ever since I was a kid. When I started teething as a kid, my mother told me that I would used to go up to the wall and just bang my head against the wall. That's what happened to you. That's what happened. It explains a lot, actually. It does, actually, yeah. Um, anyway, Gavin, what happened to you? How's it going, Cormac? How's it going, Sasha? What kind of um, horrible situations have you found yourself in, Gavin? Oh, too many. But um, <laughs> the main one that sticks to mind was we were playing a hurling match underage, I think at minor, and um, we were beating the team by loads, and it was, the lad was marking us very quiet all game, lovely fella, you know, kind of yeah. chatting away, things are normal. And then there's a lad in our team that was kind of a bit of a career, but, uh, you know, kind of causing hassle, that sort of thing. But because um, we're beating him so much, he came up into the forwards, I then switched position kind of to move beside him on a different marker. Yeah. And then himself and your man just immediately start pushing each other, kind of shouldering each other, getting ready. And then this goes on for about two minutes, balls down the other side of the pitch. And then they keep pushing shoulders each other and your man just turned with his hurl and just swung straight across his head. And it was like one of those things where you're just like, holy shit, did I just see that? And you're like, that lad was so quiet until that happened as well. And you're just like, thank God for helmets because 
honestly, is one of the probably dirtiest things I've ever seen. Like, uh, and sometimes you have to take a second because you're like, did that just happen? Did he just crack him over the head with a hurl full force? Yeah, you're just like, what in God's name did I just see there? Like, in, in case the ref just sent him off straight away, but I was like, you know, yeah. like if he wasn't wearing a helmet, yeah, borderline. Yeah, be gone. Curling is one of the most dangerous sports I've ever come across. It is dangerous. Yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? Pretty rough. Now, was your was your your friend all right? Uh, yeah, he was fine. He just kind of like he literally he got straight back up. Like he wasn't even concussed or anything like that. But they just took him off straight away as a precaution. Like, yeah, I like, say twelve years ago, if not longer. Like, but it was just mad to see it at the time where you're just like. Especially when the game was over, there was no need to do it. And then your man was so quiet and sound when I was marking him, so like, we had no issues. So it was just mad to see kind of someone that was real quiet go to, oh. you know, yeah. 110% straight away. Yeah. It's funny you mention that. The dirtiest thing I've ever seen was we were playing a match, football, soccer, years ago. I can't remember what happened, but it was one of those matches where everyone was everyone was kind of sliding in there was legs being left everywhere so it was a bit of a sloppy match and it was a bit of a hey ref what's going on everyone was just throwing sliding tackles in everywhere right um, and one of our players two footed one of theirs right let's, let's not sugarcoat it two footed at some other point in the match and took him down and the ref didn't give a penalty when he should so it was all this chaos and screaming this young lad was only about 19 anyway the, the ball is up at the other end of the uh, end of the pitch I'm in goal I boot the ball down the other end of the pitch and your man just the ball's the other end of the pitch and he's up at our defence line. He just walks up from behind. Your man has no idea. Our defender has no idea what's going on. And he walks up behind him and just punches him full force in the face from behind. <gasps> and, and one of those moments where you're like, Did that, what? Sorry, what? And again, everyone's like, oh, leave it out. Your man, tackle him down there. It's all right. And he's like, well, it was the dirtiest thing ever. Completely blindsided him from behind. Full force. Smashed him in the face. Oh and then it was chaos as all these things happened. But that was, that was the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. It was just like, that scummy. That's that is scum. very scummy, yeah. Yeah, God. But um, Gavin, I take it you, you went on to win that match anyway, comfortably. Uh, yeah, just just about. I'm just still in shock about the blindsided punch thing where you're just like, lucky your mate didn't lose a tooth there or anything like that. Uh, I was so like... Stores. Oh, so just again, and you want to, you feel like then going digging the head off him, but then you're like, no, then you're the same. You're stop being an idiot, you know? Mm. It was so, so bad. But that was Saturday, Sunday football for you. But like things have changed now. Like Gavin, are you still playing hurling? Uh, oh God, no! I went off playing rugby, and it's nearly as God, bad. that's worse. <laughs> yeah. But, but I've heard things. I never played rugby, but I heard like so, lads can get dirty in the scrums and stuff. Yeah, there's more. Just kind of it depends. Like this is just more social stuff. But uh, I suppose when you're hitting thirties, you're kind of just like, ah, oh, lads, come on. You know, look where you don't want to get involved as much. Whereas I suppose when you're kind of nineteen, twenties, that yeah. sort of thing, people are more aggro than normal you know it's kind of that sort of thing but it, yeah there is a bit of kind of I'm not messing about but like it's more you could shut it down a lot quicker but there's been games as well where you're just like you come out with a few black guys and you're just like I don't remember being hit but I must have been hit <laughs> yeah you're like these weren't here before I started playing an hour and a half ago so uh, yeah. I don't know what's Com- going on coming out like the elephant man and you know <laughs> thinking it was a good day God Right well uh, Listen Gavin Thanks a million for that And if you continue to play Look after yourself Will do Have a good one You Bye. too sir Thanks a million for popping yeah. on Yeah rugby's tough as well isn't it But I've heard Like rugby did, did, You know, you hear these stories About eye gouging And scrums and stuff Yeah I know a guy Who played rugby And ended up In a 
tackle is maybe it's a scrum thing. I don't know what exactly happened, but paralyzed from the neck oh, down. Oh, yeah, Christ. dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be some stamping. The stamping is always a thing uh, on weekend games or in school matches. Someone just loses it and just doesn't have stamp on someone. But um, the dirtiest thing you've ever seen happen in a in a match or in a sporting event kind of like um, Henri's handball that was pretty dirty against us someone, sorry, someone said Roy Keane Roy Keane's uh, tackle oh my god yeah against uh, Alfie Inge Halland he broke his leg I think he pretty much ended his career if I'm standing correct that was Did a he? dirty dirty tackle yeah like, would you not feel so guilty for doing that do you know actually do you know what was the yeah you would a mate of mine uh, his his career ended he was playing uh, into, he was playing for Belvo he was playing international under 17 so he was a regular international under 17 he was going to sign a contract with uh, an English club yeah. and he was going to go over in the next year once he finished school and he was playing playing right back for the Irish under 17 team against the north of Ireland Yeah. tip off the first game tip off the ball gets pinged back to him because he's a right back and then their centre forward sprints him down two foots him breaks his leg in <gasps> two places Ow. ends his career no but, but you know what's even worse your man who broke his leg then defected to the Republic of Ireland and took his place on the team the next year. So he switched teams. Oh my God. Oh. Oh, and I've seen the x-rays of his leg and Ouch. you can hear, there's a video of it, you can hear it as well. And was it Shane Long's, was it Shane Long or Seamus Coleman who's got his leg oh, broken? Oh, it was Seamus Coleman, wasn't it? Seamus Coleman. I was in the Aviva for that and everyone heard it. You heard that and I it was just this, video. boom. And it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, that Ow. was a horrible tackle as well. Ouch. Yeah. 0876797104. Dirtiest thing you... You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Plain, plain sport. You can have seen it on the TV. If we're missing any glaringly obvious ones out, um, you can let us know. We've had the Roy Keane sliding tackle against Haaland. Eric Cantona's flying kick into the fan the crowd. Suarez biting people. Mike Tyson has obviously been biting people back in the day uh, Henri's handball against the Republic in the World Cup qualifiers or Euros I think it was the World Cup wasn't it I think it was um, anyway because this week you might have seen an Olympic boxer from Morocco was disqualified straight away for trying to bite his uh, New Zealand opponent in the ring which is crazy biting I just think is just Do you think it's, next it's, level of is it the pressure that gets to them they've been training for so many years and maybe he feels he's losing it and then all of a sudden he's just panicking or is it just a dirt there's some people just like biting yeah I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't either. know what. I mean, yeah, you'd be highly strung, I'd imagine, but... Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other dirty things I've seen happen. But, sorry, one or two of these texts that have come in mm. are mad. Now, where was that one? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is Tony. horrific. Tony, just just for the crack, um, we'll... we'll your son was playing for Shelburne against a certain team from which we will not mention where this team was from. Mm. <laughs> right. But you know where he's talking about. You know where he's from. Yeah. Um, okay. Certain team from certain place. Uh, Ten years old, my son was. He went in for a challenge. He ended up on his hands and knees when the kid he challenged for the ball turned and gave him such a boot in the face. This so the, is under tens. Under tens. Kids on the hands and knees and he got a boot in the face as a ten-year-old. He said, that wasn't bad enough. All the fathers... That's then started cheering and clapping. Wow. Surely that needs to stop. Like, child under 10. Now, I was playing a match. It was the under-16s versus the under-15s, a friendly over Christmas. 
right? And you talk about Eilat getting involved. There was a scrap on the pitch between one of the 15-year-old's dads and our captain. A scrap in the middle of the pitch. Like full on. Full on. And it was like, lads, are you insane? Again, men. Men in their 30s and 40s. were turning around trying to dig the head off a 16-year-old. And that's happened numerous times. It's pathetic. It's just like, I know you get into it and you get a bit like, way, but kicking someone in the face is the dirtiest thing in the world you can do as well. <sighs> and cheering on the child to obviously say, well yeah. done, that was the yeah. right thing to do. Yeah, that's a good example, isn't it? Um, many years ago, I was training with my team in Fairview Park. I was in goal. Uh, cross comes in and I jump up to catch it the striker jumps as well he elbowed me and I fell on my ankle broke Ow. it yeah. oh that sounds painful I've never broken a bone but I can imagine it's painful in professional soccer there's Ben Fletcher knocking out Pedro Mendes don't think the video's on YouTube it's that bad oh when was that what are some of the other dirty scummy things you've seen that, that, that have happened in football What about the guy recently? The goalkeeper that took someone out. Now, he didn't do it on purpose, I don't think, but he took the player out. He went. He had to get taken off the pitch. That was a pretty filthy, dirty tackle. I think, was he headering the ball or something? I can't, I can't he remember. He ran at him. I don't know. I can't remember who it was, but it looked pretty bad. Oh, forgot about this one. Lee, thanks for this one. Lee said, Zidane giving uh, Matarazzi a Glasgow kiss to the chest. I think I remember that. Your man was... Yeah, literally just a flying boot into the chest. Ouch. They're always they're always a little bit dirty. Who who else has stamped on people? There's been loads of stamping, um, and loads of dirty, dirty things like that. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Can I ask? Did you play for a team in and around Tala? Is that you, Sersha? Did you play for a team in and around I Tala? Did, I haven't played any sport to believe, or would you believe it or not? I have played none. No, Jason, I played for a team in and around Ballyfermot. For a season. Okay. <laughs> My claim to fame. Uh, any other ones? 87 You can let us know any of the other dirty, scummy things that you've seen happen while you were playing or on TV. You can let us know what the crack is. Oh, there might be one more time. I quite like this one. Oh, which one? I think this is in relation to um, chaos and coming across. Uh, did I just X out of that? Yeah, you did. Which one? Where, where was it? Oh, I think it's this one, is it? Yeah. Just got home from work and they put a new speed bump on the Ticknock Road. Literally every 100 metres. That's a hazard in itself. It is a hazard. You no, know when sorry. you miss them and they're really high. Oh. And literally... You take <laughs> off. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the ramps, the older ones. I know a lot of them are painted now, but if the dark ones, some of the, the white arrows oh, on them are gone. Dangerous, yeah. Oh! Yeah. Nothing worse. Uh, all right. Any other good ones? Let us know. 0876797104. Also, coming up on the show after 11 o'clock, if you're on TikTok and you've opened up your TikTok and you've been on it for more than a week, you've probably seen the random dude who walks up to people in Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Bentleys, Rolls Royces, some of the most expensive luxury cars in the entire world. And he just goes up and he asks them, what do you do for a living? Now, his account has blown up to be followed by millions upon millions of people. He is now doing this full time. He has worked with Richard Branson. He has worked on the latest Fast and Furious movie, all from just going up at his phone and saying, hey, what do you do for a living? He's on the show after 11 o'clock this evening. Daniel 
And McDonald is his gentleman's name. He'll be coming up uh, towards the end of the show as well. So do stick around for that if you're still in the car. Then uh, Ed Sheeran and Tom Grennan on the way as well next year on Room 104. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Sad news to bring, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, breaking news. The X Factor has been axed after 17 years. Aww. Poor Simon Cowell. I'm I'm certain he has got more than enough money to keep him going for a long, long time. So the X Factor is gone. The X Factor is gone. FM104.ie if you want to find out exactly why or more information on that. But yeah. Now, in fairness, I was actually only thinking about this. Now, not X Factor related, but Big Brother, right? So I was a huge, huge fan of Big Brother. Uh, Brian Dowling, the episode or the series he was on. He, I think he posted it yesterday or the day before. It was 20 years since he won. But he posted up the video, right? And it was Davina McCall saying, you know, this amount of votes have come in. And it said, overall, six million people voted for the two left in the house. Him mm. and the other girl. And it told told you how much voted for each person. So the yeah. person that came in second got two million and whatever. And then he got four million or whatever it was. Um, but that's an astonishing amount of votes from people. Yeah, huge. That just doesn't happen anymore. I know, you wouldn't get that now at all, would you? Never. Um... Do the best thing about the X Factor was the like the blooper auditions. That was the most entertaining. When the, we know when the crazy people came in and thought they were amazing, and there was that drama. That that was the best part of it. And then yeah. I got into the series scene. You're like ah, I, and all the and all the stories. You know where there you had to have you had to have a backstory, and you had to have hey, my name's Sersha and I'm from Dublin, and I just want to be a singer because my cat's dying, and I want to give her a good time and bring her to Disneyland before she dies. So I've started to sing for her. God, that would work perfect. It would, wouldn't it? That was the, the, the whole show that you needed a story, you needed some some marketability and all that stuff. So I honestly, I won't miss it. I don't think, will, will anyone miss it? The one thing we've learned, if you listen to the show at this hour, uh, you hate reality TV. So I presume you hate the X Factor if you listen to the show. So you may not care. Now, the only thing I will say is, you know, when it's cold and dark in the winter, people do tend to stick that on the weekends. Isn't it like a Saturday night? Yeah, yeah. You bit know, of filler, bit of filler TV. Filler TV. You know, if we went into another lockdown now, you might need the X Factor. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but they, if, if we went into another global lockdown, they wouldn't be able to have the audiences or the crowd. It would be terrible. Oh, actually, yeah, that's true. It would be true. really, really, really boring. Yeah. Did they do an X Factor last year during lockdown? Yeah. Did they have crowds in the room? I think for some of it they did. Yeah, I didn't watch any. I don't have normal TV in my house. I only have, like, Netflix and YouTube. But like, say, Graham Norton and stuff, they were back with... Yeah. Very few in the audience, but there was still an audience there. Mm. So I think it was probably similar. Do you think they're going to replace it with something else, some some new talent show? Do we need more programs? Like, do you remember like Takeshi's Castle? Do you ever I, watch that? Mm. You know, when they're like running through doors, and it's just a real dangerous obstacle course. Japanese TV show. Oh yeah, hilarious. We need they were more pro- really popular. Yeah, like Wipeout was the version version they had over yeah, here, wasn't it? I remember Wipeout. Yeah, that was fun. That would be a bit of crack. Yeah, that would be. I think health and safety though. Oh. That's all an issue now. It's all they get away Health with. and safety ruins everything, doesn't everything. it? Everything. You have to fill out this 10-page form before you do it. I, we can't get insurance for that. Yeah. Was it Amanda? What's the Irish TV presenter? She did white, present white for a while, didn't she, Amanda? Oh, yeah. No, her By- name is Byron. Amanda. Was it Amanda? Yeah, Amanda. She did the Swan as well. Remember the programme? Yeah. They made you all look pretty. And they're not allowed to do that because you're not allowed to be pretty. You just have to be happy being ugly. Isn't that what the Rose of Tree is? <laughs> Whoa! There! 
beautiful girls and they all have no, lovely bottoms and you leave them alone. The Rosa Tralee is not, it's not about your looks. The Rosa Tralee is about your talent and it about... Dahi, I wrote a poem. Oh, for f- great. Yeah, but it is. It's about okay, your, fair enough, fair your enough, intelligence. Yeah. They don't base it on your looks. So we have one of them shows. But they look, base it on your lovely dress. Your lovely Guna. Your Guna. Yeah, you've brought um, in now to the Rosa Tralee. Fair play to you. Now, oh, on no. the Swan, they had dresses on okay, yeah. the Rosa Tralee. It's Gunas. Yeah. Anyway, I haven't seen that in years. Do you remember that show? That was good crack. Um, anyway, can we get back to this text that we Sorry. got yesterday? I cannot believe that this person said they'd listen in for this. I'm not going to name them either. Don't. Now, we got this text yesterday on the show. We never got around to doing it, but we promised them we would do it this evening on the show. Half 11 last night, this comes in, right? Hey, guys. Do you think that having your Snapchat name in your Instagram bio while being in a relationship is inviting other people to Snapchat you? Question mark. My boyfriend refuses to accept it's not okay. Would like your opinion. Thank you. It's absolutely fine. To have your Snapchat name in your Instagram bio. Now, um, most people would have their Instagram on public. Yeah. Under a certain age. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Unless you're my, maybe a bit older and you just want your family and friends. Or your teacher. Or your teacher. Yeah. So that's inviting anyone to kind of look on your Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now is Snapchat or was Snapchat not used for creeping? Because <laughs> things aren't, you know. When Snapchat came out originally, I'm not sure if a lot of people still use it, but. You couldn't save at the time, save videos and pictures and stuff. So you could send bold things and they wouldn't be recorded they disappear but the other thing that Snapchat did was it showed you like people's it had this weird affinity score mm. so it would show you who you're messaging it would show people who are like who are closer friends or whatever so if you were messaging with some random guy I think you could click into your profile and see that you know you're, you're strong you have more points with this guy you have 2000 points with this person whatever way it worked I'm probably not describing this well but you could definitely see who's messaging who you couldn't see the messages but you could know who's who's been in contact a lot Oh. It's kind of like um, you know the way you had your top sixteen back in the day on Bebo. Yeah. This automatically said that this person is interacting a lot with Sersha and Tara and Ben and Emma, and it would show them as being you know high up on your friends, and then people were like, oh, they're clearly they're clearly up to stuff behind the scenes. Oh, really? So that caused a lot of problems, I think, initially, and then people were getting a bit suspicious of their other halves. Oh, so you'd on? be kind of called out a little bit. Yeah, and then I think Snapchat was the home of yeah bold me- messaging because the m- things disappeared after a while. Yeah. And then led to a bit of cheating and led to a lot of uh, Richard picks being sent back and forth. So I think that's the start of the Richard picks was through yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat brought us the Richard picks. So maybe is this a threat because now I don't have Snapchat anymore. I know people that still have it and still use it. But is it because you think there's other stuff going on? And But surely you can do the exact same stuff on Snapchat that you can on Instagram. But on Instagram... You can't delete a message. But they do. If you video, if you send a direct message or a direct story to someone, I'm pretty sure it does go but away I think after a while. it says it was deleted. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I think on Snapchat, you can get rid of it without the evidence. Like, look, if I send you a message on Instagram, I don't think, I don't think I can, un, I can unsend it, sorry, but I think it comes up. That you sent something? Yes. So there's still a record of you sending me something? I think so. If you're worried about I, I know you're saying you're so this person is worried about directing people to his Snapchat, 
But like, what can you do on Snapchat that you can't necessarily do on Instagram if you're coming to worry about being unfaithful? I think it's a little bit more of a secrecy with Snapchat. But you've you've private messages on Instagram. But what is Snapchat's main purpose? Dick pics. But it is. It's video. Yeah. You can send videos on Instagram. I know, but on Instagram, it's a platform for you putting up your pictures. You have a profile. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas Snapchat is more about... Like nearly video messaging kind of? Video messaging, yeah. I do. I'd have a more of an issue with Snapchat than but, I would with Instagram. But a lot of people, you know, they try and cross-promote themselves on platforms and brands. Or like they're like, oh, follow me. They're on TikTok. They're like, follow me on my Instagram. Then on Instagram, they're like, follow me on my Twitter. And then on Twitter, follow me on my YouTube. Yeah, but okay, you got TikTok, you got Instagram that yeah. are kind of similar. They're more like you're putting up videos mm-hmm. and people are going over to like them and they're commenting publicly. Yeah. But I think Snapchat's more private. That's what my issue would be. So I think that this is what this person's issue is as well. That it's a little bit more private and I think a lot of cheating has kind of stemmed from Snapchat, Snapchat above all other social media platforms. So maybe if you're putting that in your bio, it's indirectly saying, hey, open, open, come on over. Yeah. Having a party back on my Snapchat, yeah. you're invited. That's what I think. BTW. Boobs, tits, willies. BTW, exactly. <laughs> Put a BTW on your Snapchat. Now, okay. If we're just going to break this down, first of all, the reason why this person has an issue is because they don't trust their boyfriend. And I think that's simple as. Do you not think so? Why, why don't you trust? Like, be, okay, so this is what they said. Having your Snapchat name in your Instagram bio while being in a relationship is inviting other people to Snapchat you. So obviously, yeah, it's a hidden kind of... It's like the, um, apparently if you hold pineapples in your photos, it's a subtle sign that you're a swinger. I wouldn't go that far. No, 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 it is. It's like having those uh, plants outside your house as well. What are the big furry white plants that indicate you're a swinger? Subtle signs. That if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. Uh, anyway, what do, you, what do you think of this, right? If your other half was directing people back to their Snapchat on their Instagram or their Facebook or wherever it was, would you be like, what, why are you doing that? And if they were like, well, I just want to build up my Snapchat. I'm just trying to, you know, connect all my social media accounts. It's fine. Relax. You're overthinking this. Would you be worried? Deep down in your gut, would you be feeling a little bit off about the whole thing? If your other half was directing people back to their Snapchat from their other public social media profiles, should you be worried or is this person taking things completely out of context and completely overreacting and it's just like needs to needs to chill and needs to calm down? Let us know what you think. What are you feeling about this? 87 Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.